You are welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. This month, we have been talking about our text from Psalm 90 verse 17. It's more of a prayer. And we'll kick off from there. Let's read together. I want to go. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. And establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Praise the Lord. Did you get that? I think I'd explained that in previous service. Acts chapter 16 verse 5. Those on the conference call, are they following? Okay. Alright, let's read this together. I want to go. So were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Amen. It didn't say that the churches just increased in number. What was explaining that their increase was as a result of being established in the faith. Being established in the faith. So we can do better than how established we are. Hallelujah. So I'm going to be talking around that. And explaining what it means. Glory to God. Let's read it together again. One to go. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now, if you read through the New Testament, the New Testament talks a lot about being established in different areas. It talks about being established in the faith. It talks about being established in present truth. It talks about your heart being established in grace. It talks about being established um, in Isaiah. It talks about being established in righteousness. Amen. It means that it is not something that happens just at new birth. Amen. Are we together? That the establishment is not something that happens at new birth. It doesn't happen at, at the instance of your salvation. Amen. So, we'll start from Colossians 2. Colossians 2, we'll read from verse 6. Glory to God. Follow me, follow me. Are you there? In Colossians 2 verse 6, let's read it together. We'll read 6 and 7. Want to go. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so 
walk ye in him. Verse 7, keep going. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Amen. Now, you didn't read it well, though. And the way you were reading it, you were not reading it like you like the scripture. Amen. Amen. Some of you are reading it the way you read the book of Lamentations. <laughs> you know, if you saw someone just sitting there reading Lamentations, you would say, oh, what's the problem? Amen. <laughs> so, brother, what's the problem? He's just, he just confessing Lamentations. You know? Aloud. Zion and the foxes within. <laughs> you understand that? He said, oh, what happened? <laughs> Alright. Go back to verse 6. Get the point here. He said, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, so walk in him. That means receiving him is one experience. Walking in him is another experience. Amen. You know, a lot of times people think that salvation is an end. No, salvation is the beginning. Amen. It's the beginning. So, as you have received Christ Jesus, so walk in Him. Verse 7. Then it says, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as ye have been taught. That means that you cannot experience establishment without teaching. Amen. That's the first thing I want to talk about. As you have been taught. As you have been taught. As you have been taught. That means, the scripture we just read in Acts 16.5. Where the Bible says, and so the churches were established in faith and increased in number. It means they were taught. Amen. What does it mean to be established? There are three Greek words that were translated establish. Sometimes I don't like bothering you with the Greek words. But for some people that like to hear Greek, amen. And three major words. There could be a fourth one, but there are three major words. The most common one is sterizo. Sterizo. It was used more than every other one. What it meant is to to make something firm. Amen. Are we together? To turn something in a direction until it is set. Amen. It also means to confirm something. Are you understanding me? Confirm it. Sometimes we'll use as strengthening, to strengthen something. To strengthen it. There are other words, I said there are about three of them. Bebao, there is a, um, histemi, to make something stand. Amen. To make it stand. You, you prop, to prop up something. 
Alright, let's suppose you have something, you are trying to make it stand. It can't stand on its own, so you put up support. Alright? It was also used as established, translated as established sometimes. But I want to give you three meanings of established as it relates to you. Praise God. Are you ready? Alright? And this is what you should expect this year in your life. Amen. Glory to God. Alright? So when we talk about establishment, that's what should be on your mind. Number one. To establish means to institute. Amen. To institute. You know what it means to institute something? I would say institution. Uh-huh. What do you call an institution? Something that has come to stay. Amen. Something that, <laughs> if you come next time, it will still be there. <laughs> it's no more something that is going to pass away. So, God wants you to be an institution in that thing that you do. Amen. The second definition I'm giving to you of what will happen, to establish means to position for prominence and permanence. Amen. To position for prominence and permanence. The Bible talks about being a mountain surrounding Zion that will not be moved. Amen. (laughs) You will see them and they will always be there. They will not be moved. Position for prominence and permanence. Being put in a place of recognition and acceptance. Amen. Did you get that? Being put in a place of recognition and acceptance. God wants you to leave a mark that will not be erased. Amen. But that external establishment we are talking about starts with certain things being established first in you. Glory to God. Am I communicating? You know, what we mean is that you, 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 you say, I'm into the educational sector. Then you set up a school. It's not after a uh, change of government, the school is no more there. Oh, you set up a, a, a fashion design school or a fashion design house. Then after the governor's wife now leaves, the business closes down. Amen. Amen. No. I know in my heart that the time has come where believers will have businesses that if Jesus tarries will clock 100 years. Transgenerational businesses. Alright? How we start learning how to build to last. Glory to God. How to build what? To last. Some of you have heard about institutions like Lloyd's. Financial institutions like Lloyd's Bank. They've been here maybe 200 years plus. 
And they were started by believers. Glory to God. Amen. How many of you know Cadbury? Yeah. So, how do we build those things? That's what I'm explaining, explaining here now. That's establishment means that God wants to, through your hand, build things like that. It means that in your thinking, you are no more just concerned about quick profits. You are concerned about eternal impacts. If somebody is, just wants to eat today, it's even for someone that is thinking about the future. Am I communicating? It's different. We, we definitely will not act the same way. You know, that's why I was teaching some time ago. And I started trying to make believers understand beyond prosperity. To start thinking inheritance. Amen. 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 To start thinking inheritance. What I mean is beyond what happens now. The car you're using. The house you live in. It's beyond that. It's beyond that. It's much more than that. What God wants to do is more than that. Glory to God. There are some cars now. I, I were, we're, passing, we're on the way and I saw a car in front of us. So I was telling my wife, I said, I remember this car. It's a Pathfinder. I remember the 19... 90 version. Are you understanding me? 1990. That was the car. Then, wow! Are you understanding me? Now it's like this car should move from the way now. Are you understanding me? He understand I should move. That's past. So if you are thinking that way, you can't build things that will last. Glory to God. You can't build things that will last. So God wants you to birth an institution. Amen. Glory to God. You know, one of the promises to Abraham was that kings will come from his loins. It's not talking about the governor of uh, Egypt, the king of Egypt. It's you, kings. You are the kings he's talked about. Amen. You are the kings. You know, one time I was teaching a group of people and I said, give me the titles of Jesus. And they said, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Uh, is a bright harmonious. They say, He's the King of Kings. He's a Lord of Lords. I suppose. King of Kings. What does King of Kings mean? Amen. Say, He's the King superior to all kings. Say, Okay. You know how some people think of King of Kings? You know, King of Kings is the King of the King of Saudi Arabia. Lord, He's the King of. No, it's you that they are called kings. Amen. He's the King of Kings. Amen. Amen. You are kings. You are kings. He has made you kings and priests unto God. Amen. So when he says king of kings, not talking about, not talking about, it's you he's talking about. So, kings reign. Is that not so? Kings what? They reign. And so, people talk about their reign. The greatest thing a king wants to achieve is that he will be remembered. Is that not? That's the thing. Are you telling me? Ah, in the day of King This. That means you are thinking legacy. Amen. Are we together? That's what you are thinking. And you cannot talk legacy without thinking of reputation. Amen. 
Amen. No, you can't think legacy without thinking of reputation. Alright, first, let me go back to where I was. Now, my time is running. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Are we together? So we're established by the things we have been taught. Amen. The things we have been taught. You cannot be more established than what you were taught. A believer is limited to what he has been taught. You know, most of the time when we talk about being taught God's word, um, it's not every time they teach you that you get it. Hello? Do you agree with me? Whether you agree or not, Hebrews 5.12 says so. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews 5.12 says so. Let's look at Hebrews 5.12. Let's read it together. I want to go. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you what? Again. That means you were taught before. They didn't get it. So you need to be taught again. Which be the first principles of the oracles of God and become as such as honey of milk and not of strong meat. Our establishment, before we experience Outward establishment. There are certain things that need to be established in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Alright, so I'm going to talk about two. The first thing I want to talk about is that your heart has to be established in grace. Amen. Amen. Let's open some scriptures. Hebrews chapter 13. I will start from there. I'll read verse 9. Sometimes two scriptures might talk like they're saying different things, but actually saying the same thing. So after that, I'm going to read to you Second Peter 1.12. Let's look at those two scriptures together. Let's read together. I want to go. Be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that the hearts be established with what? With grace. Not with meats. Which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. I'll explain that in a moment. Second Peter 1.12 Then I'll come back here. Don't forget, it's talking about grace, right? Ever say grace. Verse 12. Let's read together. I want to go. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. What did he mean by present truth? Meaning that he's trying to say maybe there was a past truth. Amen. The present truth is talking about is the message for the hour. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. What Jesus had done for us now. Amen. So he said to them, say, you have been established, but I still need to remind you, even if you've been established, in what? In the present truth. The question to ask believers today is that, are they established in the present truth? Are their hearts established in grace? What Hebrews was saying is the same thing Peter was saying. They just use different terminologies. Amen? Because the grace of God is the New Testament. Amen? The New Testament is the present truth. Amen? Amen? Is the present truth. Now, can we go back to Hebrews 13? To make us understand what the grace he was talking about is, he now said, not with meats. He's talking about, don't eat this, you know, be, um, um, the, the Jews don't eat certain things, alright? So, let your confidence in God not be based on, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, amen? Let your heart be established with grace. So, I want to start from there. You know... Why is righteousness connected with wealth? Because one of the reasons is that nobody can talk about wealth that had not engaged in some kind of warfare. Amen? Are you with me? In that realm, there are contentions. But righteousness and the understanding of righteousness... Is what makes that whatever you meet, you are not, see, at that level, there are some things you cannot be thinking. A soldier cannot be, let me use an example, a soldier cannot be at the war front and be thinking, hey, it's not good to kill somebody. He cannot be thinking that. Are you understanding me? No, no, no. He has passed that. He cannot be thinking about how the gun sounds. When they were training you, are you understanding me? You've already learned how to be used to the sound of gunshots. Are you understanding me? Boom! The, the, the vibration, the power of the gun. And that when you shoot, someone is going to go down. And when it goes down, it, might, it will never come up again. You have conquered all that. Are you understanding me? Before you go out to warfare. That means that in the training, they have already set your heart in a way that you won't grow a conscience at the war front. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding me? You will say, oh, oh, we have killed many of them now. Let's, let's, let's die for some. <laughs> are, are you understanding me? No, no, no. You don't think that way. You don't think that way. You can't think that way anymore. The training has to ensure that you don't get there and think like that. Am I communicating? Because now it's warfare. Now, a lot of believers don't understand that. If your heart is not established with grace, your heart being established with grace means that you've come to a place where there's no questioning of God's love for you. Amen. Amen. You are not, you are not, it's not a, it's not a thing of, I don't know if God loves you. No, no, there's no questioning. You are not, it's not, there's no questioning. There's no, there's no agitation in your heart about that. That is a settled matter. If your heart is not established that way, we cannot talk about higher matters. Amen. Because you will meet contentions. You will meet things that will try to put condemnation on you 
when there was no reason for it. Amen. I've shared this before. When the Spirit of God began to teach me inheritance, there's something that had to be knocked off with the hammer of God's word. Is my word not like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? It had to be shattered. And the thought is this kind of feeling where, you know, maybe you are in faith for a property. And then you say, oh, but people, there are people that were using the property before now. Where would they go? You know, what about them? Where would they go? You know that kind of thing. Where would they go? What would they do? God had to take me through scriptures. You know that type of just say, come here, come. <laughs> and take you through. Say, let me cure that madness. A lot of things came together. First was, is it not the same God that gave the children of Israel a land that other people were already on? Amen. And God drove them out for his people. So what is the moral, moral standing? What, what gave God, are you understanding me, the rights to, to just do that? Why? Why? In the natural, the question was asked. This land that we are on, who is the owner? So, oh, is this family that owns the land? Who was the owner before the family? Because they were not here forever. There was a year they came. So, no, it was one other family. Who was the owner before that family? It was one other family. Who was the owner before that family? The owner of the owner of the owner is God. Amen. The Bible calls him the governor of the earth. That means a lot. Are you understanding me? In these states, river states, I don't know if I'm quoting the section right, but uh, what do they call that document now? You know, There's a, a law that the governor has a right to revoke a property, the use of a property, if he feels it can be used for a, 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 a better use, that's like public use. That means that you could be in a school or you have a, your house somewhere. The governor can come and say, I revoke the property. Why? I want to use your house as park. It will benefit the city more. And he's, he's by law, it is legal. Are you understanding me? So the governor is the owner of all the land for the time he's governor. Are you with me? God is the governor of the earth. So he can rearrange. Say, ah, this place called France. It should be called Nigeria. <laughs> Amen. Amen. In short, this place is going to be an umbra. Are you understanding me? And it will happen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. He has done it before in scriptures. So, okay. The scripture that brought light to me was Psalm 24 verse 1. Where he said, the earth is the Lord's. Ay, 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 ay. I don't know what that's just to other people. Know. The earth 
is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. God settled it for me. He said, forget. I own, the people that are claiming the land, I own them. I own the people. So if I tell you I've given you a place, I have given it to you. Amen. Are we together? Now, what did God do to me now by this scripture? He established my heart with grace. It means that I'm not feeling condemned that we bought the land for 24,000 instead of 240 million. Are you understanding me? Amen. Are you understanding me? I'm not feeling condemned. No, 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 I'm not feeling condemned. I'm not. I'm not. Because now my heart is established. I'm trying to explain to you that for you to establish and become an institution, there are certain things that have to happen eternally. That's what I'm dealing with now. Your heart has to be established with grace. One of the reasons why believers have small thinking is condemnation. Who am I? I get two heads. No, you have one big head. Amen. I'm telling you, it's one head that's so big. Amen. It's bigger than two heads. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Are you with me? You have one big head. Oh, who am I? Hmm. Am I the only one in this? Am I the only one in that business that is only me that will be giving the job? You know, there are some scriptures some people need to study again and again. When you say you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. Amen. He said he called you out of darkness to show forth his praises. That means that there's something God picked you for. God wants you to be his exhibits. Amen. You know, the, the, the Ephesians 2.10 scripture, we always quote, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, put up Ephesians 2.10, we, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he had ordained beforehand that we should walk in them. Some people don't understand that scripture. Say, I am his workmanship. The Greek word translated as workmanship there is poema. You could actually read, you are God's poem. Are you understanding me? It's poema. What it means is that you came straight from the heart of God. Amen. When someone recites a poem, he expects people to be enthralled. He expects people to be wowed. Are you understanding me? You are God's... (laughs) God wants to use you to wow the world. Amen. To wow the society. If you recited a poem and someone now said, have you finished? You say, no, no, that's not the aim, aim of the poem. You finish the poem, then people start clapping. And people say, wow. Hey, are you understanding me? So, for we are his workmanship. His artwork. Amen. Created in Christ Jesus. Unto, that good work there is not talking about doing good things. He's talking about exploits. He's talking about magnificent feats. Amen. Are we together? But let's go back to the poema. We are his Workmanship. Uh, I've taught on this before. Now, 
an artist that maybe paints or the sculpture, sculptor, you know, and all that, does some carvings and all that. They have everything they've done. They've ever done. They do this one. He carved something. He carved this. He carved that. He keeps it to be displayed. The aim of making those things for people to see them. They're called showpiece. Alright? So, he has a showpiece. He said, oh, come and see. You go around and say, wow, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, the scripture would have said, we are a showpiece. But it's not showpiece. The showpiece is what he shows out. Come and see, come and see. Then when you've seen all of them, I say, but there's one I kept inside. Follow me. They said, this one took me 15 years. That one is called the masterpiece. Amen. Are we together? That one is called what? The masterpiece. We are not God's showpiece. Because God has done many things in this world. Amen. We are his masterpiece. Yes, there's nothing better than the new creation. Amen. Are you understanding me? God is not planning to improve on what he has done in us. Glory to God. They talk about the seven wonders of the world. We are the eight wonder, amen, of God's creation. Am I communicating? Because the truth is this. We are his masterpiece. The aim of the master, it is just supposed to sit there and people come and say, man, the guy that did it is so much. This guy is intelligent, he's gifted. Now, that's how they're supposed to come and say, wow, that God is great. Are you understanding me? <laughs> The Bible says, let your light so shine that they will see your good works. They will not glorify you again, no. They will glorify your Father, which is in heaven. It means they can tell that this thing didn't happen ordinarily. It didn't happen by your hand. Amen. Oh, I love what Scott Webb said many years ago. He said, when you see a turtle on a fence, you know it didn't get there by itself. You will know. Look around and say, who helped it? Because a turtle can't climb. Alright? That's how we will function on the earth. They will know that there is a hand. Amen. No, no, no. He, he cannot do that by himself. Amen? He can't achieve that by himself. Because he had help. Lift your hand and say, I'm God's masterpiece. Say again, I'm God's masterpiece. Glory to God. Created in Christ Jesus for good works which he had ordained beforehand. That means there are manifestations they have not seen until you show up. Amen. There are dimensions in God that are locked in your personality. They are locked in your idea. They are locked in that project you are working on. There are dimensions of divinity that will only be seen when you show up. People say, I didn't know God could do this. Listen, some people think that God has finished doing all the things he wants to do. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. When people saw how that Moses one day stood and lifted a rod and the Red Sea parted, they said, ah, we never knew God could do this. And they walked on dry ground. They thought all the mighty acts of God were over. When Joshua came, he said, son, stand still. Amen. Are you understanding me? Ah, ah, you, you know, wow, wow. Did you see that? Did you see that? The sun stood still for hours. Time froze. At the command of a man, God was showing what he could do through a man. You are the next thing that God is going to be showing what he can do. Amen. Glory to God. And some people think, oh, it was all over, it was all over. Then Jesus came on the scene. Amen. They say, okay, what would Jesus do now if you had this? He walked on water. Are you understanding me? He walked on water. He walked on water. Ah, 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 ah. 
No, this is God. This is God. This is God. They thought it was over. Glory to God. Then Philip showed up and disappeared and appeared. Amen. Glory to God. Now they think it's over. You have shown up. Amen. There is a unique miracle. Amen. That is going to break out from you. There is a dimension of divinity that all eyes will see through you. Listen to me. On earth, everyone is God's signature. That means, what it means is that there's something people will see that will make them know that it's God. It might be different from what they saw in this person. It might be different from what they saw in this person. Are you understanding me? But somebody will see something that they will be able to testify that this is what? God. Glory to God. That's what it means that your life is for the glory of God. It's for the glory of God. Hallelujah. You work on projects, people will recognize that this is the finger of God. You come up with an idea, people will recognize that this is the finger of God. I see that some of us, it will be this way you will parents. Supernatural parenting. Amen. People will tell that is the hand of God. Some of you be the way you even taught as a teacher. Are you understanding me? Your teaching will be different. Some of you to be the way you do your clothing. Amen. I saw I see some people dancing. You know, I was somebody was dancing, dancing, you know, and they come up with new dance steps, you know, from time to time, you know, and all that and all that. And I said, Look, every dance is rooted in a belief system. Are we together? You know, a belief system. It's time for people to pray in tongues and see visions of the dance steps that they dance in heaven. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? And then you dance it. Somebody will see the dance. After dancing the dance, they get healed. Amen. Because everything that is holy has power. Everything that is from heaven has power. Amen. It has power. The best songs are not yet out. No, the best songs are not yet out. The best books have not been written. The best schools have not started. You know, even in dimensions of wealth, I'm wrapping up. There was a time that a man was called the first billionaire. John D. Rockefeller. Are you understanding me? Wow! They didn't know anybody could make that kind of money. Are you understanding me? In the, in nobody ever imagined that someone could be that rich. They fought him. And then, oh, people became, so people had became uh, what, 48 billion. Oh, so, so billion dollars. So, so billion dollars. So, so billion dollars. Now they are building trillion dollar companies. Amen. Something nobody ever imagined. You know what a trillion dollar is? Is a trillion dollars. Amen. People have crossed the line. I think um, uh, Amazon was the first to cross the line. They now have trillion dollar companies. You know what it means? When you will set up your own, it will be more than that. The latter will always be greater than the former. And you are the latter. Amen. Are we together? So we have trillion dollar companies now. I was reading about Norway. That's a big country. They have a trillion dollar economy. The same oil that we are Boko Haram in and Hetzmanin, 
about is the same oil they built a reserve from. Amen. Are we together? Putting money aside over the years. And they have the highest or the richest reserve of funds in the world. It has never happened before. I remember when they first hit $700 million. That's saved money. That's, you're not using it to do anything. Just saved money. Let the Nigerian politicians see that one. <laughs> oh, they would dasuki it. Amen. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you don't know what dasuki means? Check the dictionary. Dasuki. Take and share. Amen. <laughs> sorry, if Dasuki is your daddy, sorry. All right. Well, he's still in court, so he has not been proven guilty, yeah? The case is still on. But they say he shared the money. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, the point I'm making here is this. There are new levels and dimensions. Anything anybody had achieved shows you that somebody can do better. Amen? Someone can do better. Someone can do more. Someone can do more. We are building to last. So, some of you say, oh, well, it just entered my heart to just, you know, I just make, I just make ties, you know. Listen, it is, see, something will be as big as the amount of life you pour into it. To you, it's a small thing. But someone else doing the same thing, didn't see it as a small thing. I've shared this several times. And I pray that your heart will really hold on to what I'm saying. The so-called fashion designers, the, we call them designers. Ralph Lauren. YSL. Mention their names. All of them, most of them of Italian descent. People of God, they are tailors. Amen. That took their game to the next level. Amen. They didn't see tailoring as, you know, I've seen some guys walking on the road with the box, they make noise, then they come, they wait for someone's clothes to be torn, then they patch it. Amen. Then you give them a hundred naira. Alright? He's also a tailor, sir. Amen. But he chose... Yes, that's, that's, the, that's who he's servicing. Are you understanding me? Do you know someone can enter that industry in a big way? Are we together? In a big way. A big company can enter that industry in a big way. And take over the whole of its, an area, GRS, so employ... Young, young people, are you understanding me? You go out, then they have ways, get me? Or you have, they put up an app or something, you have something, you send it. Are you getting me? They can't do that. But somebody is still doing it to collect 100 naira, collect 50 naira. Are you understanding me? Someone is still doing it. I saw a Starbucks shop. Starbucks, Starbucks. It's all over the world, though. What are they selling? Coffee. Coffee cake. Come and say, live to now. 
It's the same thing that Messiah was doing in University of Portacourt. In the night, with bread. Come and drink hot tea. You sit down there, drink hot tea, pay me hundred and go. Starbucks took it to another level. They now made it drinking coffee a culture. People break out from office, run, drink and drink coffee. And go. Can't you make coffee in your office? Are you listening to me? They believed so much in that thing, they poured life into it. How are you doing your own? The same guy across the road or the lady across the road where Brother Hope goes to buy food. You don't know Brother Hope. You will know that he's arguing with the woman. I don't know what they call it, but it's a, in Nigeria we call it Mama Put, roadside restaurant, where they dish your food in portions of what you can pay. You understand that? I'm speaking for the audience listening from outside Nigeria. Now, you know, <laughs> it's the same thing that they are doing in that fancy restaurant where you enter someone comes with a menu and you choose what you want to eat he might not call it rice and stew are you understanding me? he might not call it rice and stew he will call a name say would you like to have sauced (laughs) sosori so when you will hear the name, you say, yes, 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 yes. So sorry, so, okay, no problem. So, so sorry, so, okay, no problem. He say, okay, 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 you want that, okay. <laughs> he goes to bring it. When you're standing up to go, he brings a bill. You pay 4,000 naira. You were arguing with the other woman. She was telling you 140 naira. You argued. Why? Why? It's 100 I will pay. No 40 naira. But now, 4,000 naira, you paid it. And you were about to go. The, even the waiter looked at you somehow. You gave him 200. <laughs> that 200 that you couldn't pay the other guy, you gave it to the waiter. You left. You are happy that you went to the place. But you are angry with the woman that she collected 40 naira instead of 120. Are you getting what I'm saying? Listen, that thing in your hand may be established. It brings us to the the scripture of the month. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, establish thou the work of our hands. That beauty of the Lord is value that people see when they look at what you are doing. Amen. And they are willing to pay for it. And let the beauty of the Lord be upon you. And let the beauty of the Lord be upon you. And let the beauty of the Lord be upon you. In the name of Jesus. You value what you are doing. Value it. Well, who am I? What are, uh, I'm just a small time. Stop talking like that. 
There's no idea God gave you. It's a small time idea. There's nothing small that comes from God. Amen. Amen. Nothing small comes from God. So stop calling. Well, I'm just a small time. What I'm just a small time hairdresser. Eh, I'm just a small time hairdresser. I don't do big, big head though. It's just small small head I do. <laughs> you know, you know, small time hairdresser. Some people are chefs. A chef is just a dignified way of talking about a cook. There are different cooks. So when I was in secondary school, I went to a federal school. We had cooks. All of them were fat. <laughs> I don't think they came that way. Because they eat more than the people they are feeding. And every time they are going home, they have bag. Cooler. <laughs> if a cook is your friend, happy are you? Glory to God. But they are cooks. It's a menial, just a, a menial job. But there's, there are people that work and are chefs. They wear something, they come out. And uh, they say, well, today we have picanto cocoracha. <laughs> and everybody like, any name they call it, that's what it is. It's not dominion. Adam, anything you call it is what it is. So if they call it picanto, you, you cannot change the name. Of. So, yeah. You would be sitting down to expect what they will bring. They will just bring out fried yam. Fried yam. He said, okay, this is it. He said, okay, because it's uh, Friday. Yeah. And you're happy, you're eating it. Are you me? There are chefs that people go to the restaurant just so that they could see them. It's not even about the food again. The personality has become a public figure. Are you understanding me? There's something about that thing you are doing now. Let me tell you, neighbor, so just change how you are doing it. Pour life into it. Pour life into it. Pour life into it. There's life in you. Pour it into it. Amen. I had this testimony and uh, I'll end here. Of a lady that is a cleaner. You call it janitor. You know, in the society we live in, someone says the cleaner. And there are some sisters now. If your brother just, ah, just say, hey, how are you, brother? Say, what do you do? Say, I'm a cleaner. He say, okay, the Lord will. You go, no. God is good. God is good. <laughs> but this lady is a cleaner. But she is cleaning I forgot the name of the plane now. The plane that has is a Boeing, yes. That has a story uh, a, a top floor. Alright? Well, those big planes that can carry like 400 passengers at once. And they have a first class first class compartment. You know, when the Arabian guys do first class, they take it to another level. 
since they, sorry to say, since they feel they might not go to heaven. Are you understanding me? They want to create the heaven here on earth. <laughs> so, this lady walks in the first class bathroom of the plane. She flies to anywhere. She'll be in New York today. She's in Atlanta tomorrow. She's in Houston tomorrow. But she's cleaning. She's cleaning. Amen. Are you understanding me? She's a cleaner. It's just where she chose to clean. Amen. And the people she meets, presidents, public figures, celebrities, those are the people that are her friends. But she's a cleaner. Am I communicating? I know some of you say, if it's that kind of cleaning, we do. Because this other day she's in this country, this other day she's in that country, this other day she's in this country. In cleaning, she has traveled the world. Listen, some of you, let me explain something to you. The thing you are doing is not the problem. It's how you are doing it. Amen. It's not the problem. It's how you are doing it. There are people that are teaching and they are frustrated. Then there are people that all they do is teach. And they enjoy teaching. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. And the kind of people that... I met a guy in Lagos just last week. We were having lunch together. And uh, he was sharing with me. He does... Um, what do they call it now? Like um, fabrication of pumps and pipes and those kind of things. So, as he sat, he's a believer. So, he was telling me something. He said, I can't remember, about five or six years ago, or some years ago, I decided who I was going to work for. I said, so I, like, I said explain what you're saying. He said, and this our business is a credit kind of business where you have to finish the work before they pay you. He said, when I first started, I suffered there. I would do work. They would owe me, owe me, owe me. <laughs> we will go to police station. So I called my team, we sat down and I decided we will choose who we will work for. I'm not going to do jobs for this category of clients again. I want to be doing jobs for this kind of clients. He said it took us a while. But as I speak, it's only the big boys that call me. Amen. And they don't have problem. Once they finish, they pay. Are you understanding me? So, there are people that are doing the same work with him that are struggling. But he's doing the same work, but doing it in a different way. Am I communicating? A fellow shared a testimony with us early this year, February. He's, um, into a kind of business and he has high-profile clients. He was a young guy. He was a young guy at that time. So he was living somewhere in Lagos. And one day, he had a witness in his heart to park to all the Lekki and all those areas. The rent would be like maybe from his story, either seven or eight times more than what he was paying. He told his wife, say, we're going to do it. It's not for show off. It was a business strategy. (laughs) 
So they gathered money, gathered money, you know that kind of gathering. And they were praying and stretching until they were able to move to that side of town. As they moved in, it's an estate. They have where they play golf, they have this, they have that. They have, they, when you come out, it's the MD and CEOs that he's trying to meet that is now his neighbors. So, what do you do? <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Are you understanding me? <laughs> And business enter another level. Are you understand what I'm saying? He's, he chose how he was going to do what he was doing. He said, before that time, you go to the office, you wait, 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 the soul guy has gone. Are you understanding me? He has gone. Now, sometimes I say, uh, you're going, let's go together. He's, with our guy is coming to, from their come because they're coming from the same neighborhood. You drive in with our guy. Are you understanding me? Uh-huh. Our guy is his friend, he's his neighbor. They don't know whether he's eating or not. <laughs> he said they, they were choked too, but they, as they stayed there, the jobs they got from there, they compensated for what they had. God is granting you insight, so. Amen. Insights. I know that in our midst, there will be people that will build world-class institutions. Something that they will be looking for everywhere. It's not that you are just, uh, you know, you are a one-eyed king in the land of the blind. No. If they take that in any way, it will work. It will work anywhere. Praise God. It will sell anywhere. Because you put life into it. Nigerians are doing massive things all over the world. Amen. Yeah. Doing massive things. So, don't start thinking that, oh, you know, what can I do? I'm in Nigeria. and What can happen? No, no, no. You know, with what had happened even in the economy of this country, it's time for private individuals to start dictating the peace. Amen. Most of what you see in America was built by private sector. Are you understanding me? Yeah. Some people in Nigeria here, what happens is that want to build railway. Federal government will now put money to build railways. No, that's not. The railroads in America were built by private individuals. Amen. Were built by private individuals. Yeah. Then government comes in to legislate. Are you understanding me? To put laws for most of it. So it's time for us to start doing certain things that government cannot do. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Lift your right hand. Say, let the beauty of the Lord be upon me. Establish thou the work of my hands. Yea, establish thou it. Say it again. Say, let the beauty of the Lord be upon me. Establish the work of my hands. Now, I don't know what the work of your hands is, but just open your mouth and just talk to God. I don't know what the work of your hand is. What is the work of your hand? Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith faith or call us 
on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of peace around the world.